If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Did you guys know that I do a morning show Monday through Thursday every morning of the week? Did you know that? Well, if you didn't know that, it's called The Morning Stream. It's available at frogpants.com slash TMS. And if you like what we do here, you might really like that. I host it with my buddy and co-host, Brian Ibbett. And every day we bring you funny news, uh, good times, great guests, and all kinds of crap. I think you'll like it. So check it out. That's The Morning Stream. Available wherever you get your podcasts or at frogpants.com slash TMS. Listening to the instance. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to your favorite podcast. I don't know if it is or not. I shouldn't say that. It's very presumptuous. Why would I? Why would somebody say that? It's not your favorite show. Maybe it is. If it is, great. Hey, it's good to have you here. If not, <laughs> welcome to the instance. Maybe one of the shows you listen to. Uh, this is episode five hundred and ninety-six. It is April seventh. 2020. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Garrett Weinzerl. Hello, Garrett. It's okay to be confident, Scott. This is their favorite show. Yeah. And if it isn't, it is now because we have told them such. Damn straight. Oh, my camera's effed up over here, too. Hey, uh, but don't worry. There's also a French guy here. Patrick, what's going on? Welcome to what might be your favorite show, but if it's not, then it's okay, too. Yeah, it's all no, right. No, it's not. Oh. Don't give them the option. Oh, Okay. Okay. So, welcome to your definitely, <laughs> possibly favorite show. No, sorry, your absolutely favorite. Your one hundred percent, no question in your mind, favorite show ever made. Welcome to your favorite World of Warcraft podcast, hosted by Scott Garrett and Patrick today. Wow. All right. Can I rewind? Is that I'll erase everything else we've said up to that point. That was pretty good. Pretty <laughs> solid. Anyway, it's good to be here. Nice to see you all. I hope you're all well and that you're healthy and that you're uh, doing okay in this weird time we're in. We hope to bring you uh, some good information, a little levity, and a little love around the Blizzard universe. Sit back and relax. Alpha testing is nigh. Like, more nigh than you may have thought it was. You got to sign up for it. The beginning is here. The beginning is here. So did you guys uh, get any kind of emails or anything? Did you opt in? Did you do anything? Uh, uh, yes. We have not received any emails. I definitely opted in at, at the behest of certain community uh, people. Yes. Same happened here. I have not received anything. Um, I always assume Patrick has like a line with somebody he used to work with or something. And uh, just I don't know anyone anymore. Well, yeah, no, that's not true. <laughs> I do know people, but I don't have information anymore they they are people who uh basically don't give me anything not even not even you can't pry a code out of like somebody like guy or somebody like that he can hook you up no i i mean he's kind of a you know a, a pretty high higher up now in europe so i think he like he would never have done this so okay let's 
say it like it is. Okay. I have never gotten any information <laughs> from anyone. <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah. And I might have made it seem like I kind of knew what was happening. But the only things I knew were kind of the things that I knew from when I was there, yeah. which dried up like three years ago. <laughs> so, no, I have no <laughs> knowledge. Now, that's a, you make a solid point. I think what happens is when you work there long enough, you can get a good idea of how something might go or where a thing might happen or how Blizzard might do a, a thing. But it's not like you were getting fed information. And uh, I'm glad you cleared it is that not. up. And even, even that, you know, many, 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 many people, what I was getting at is that most people have uh you know either left or being replaced and i they might do things differently today so essentially anything i say uh is most probably wrong wow. it might be correct yeah. out of sheer luck but yeah most probably wrong well so, not, not to derail the conversation but but the did did your like thoughts on because you you obviously you did quite a bit of uh podcasting about, about blizzard stuff before you went to work there um did working there make you realize like the way you, you think about the way things might play out? Did it change that at all? Or are you or do you think working at Blizzard yeah. has actually helped you predict uh future game announcements or, or or features? I think what it did do is that it made me realize how narrow a uh view we have of the important things in game development in general and at Blizzard in particular. There are so many factors that as players and even as you know uh community people we just don't realize our you know factors mm -hmm. and um that that's i think the main takeaway yeah i i would not have i would never have realized that all of these things are um as important as they are you have a certain image of what things how things work mm -hmm. and when you work there you're like oh so yeah. that actually doesn't matter at all and this is something they really pay attention to in good and bad you know sure. we often have the uh impression that they don't really listen to the community and like oh they do things and and it's kind of a if community is is uh, uh happy with it then fine but whatever yeah. like the amount of reporting and uh uh, work that goes into making sure the devs know what is uh, happening with the community and what the concerns are is staggering, I think. Would be staggering to the people who uh, play the game every day. Doesn't mean they always do what the community wants, but they put a lot of effort into making sure that the, they know these kinds of things. And then there are, you know, the importance of what servers need and the dates that are at which things need to happen for things to work. And like, it's not just developers sitting in a room and going like, oh, we should do this. Yes, let's press a button and it will happen. And, you know, that kind of thing. It's a good, good reminder that complex systems are complex and not as, as easy, Basically, as simple yes. as we gamers sometimes think things must be. So I, I value that perspective because I think that it's it's easy for somebody like me, or I'll speak for me. I don't want to say Garrett would do this, but uh, you know, if I get all wrapped up in some hyperbole about some aspect of the way Blizzard does things, it's nice to have somebody here who's been there, knows what's up. You can say, well, I can tell you from experience that they never do that, or I can tell you from experience they always do that, or or whatever. Uh, I think it keeps us grounded, which is my roundabout way of saying why I like having you here, Patrick. It's no for it's not for any other reason. It's not because I like you personally. It's not because you're cool. Or that you're great, or I anything. thought it was the accent all these years. Oh, well, that too. It's my, 
forgot to mention that insider knowledge. <laughs> well, it's pretty damn it, it's works. pretty damn sexy. I can tell you that. Um, all right, let's get to what came out of this conversation uh, around the alpha. Ian Hazacosta uh, put together a post. It was up on the official blog where he lays out some of what is coming with the closed alpha. Number one, this is a closed alpha. That's important to note. So uh, not the kind of thing you're going to get keys for. They will flag your account and you can go to the site and sign up for it. And it's up there on the Shadowlands site right now. It's at the very bottom of the page, by the way. They don't they don't make it super prominent at the top of the page. But at the very bottom, you just opt in. If you're already logged into your Battle.net account, it'll just say, oh, okay, you're, logged, you're, uh, you're opted in. If you get called, we'll let you know. They'll flag your account and email you and let you know when you have, if you do. Um, he did say that a lot of this is, or a lot of the early access will go out to uh, what he deemed as journalists, content creators, and community folks. Uh, and then they'll start to sort of piecemeal it out to those who have opted in. Um, and they also say, which is important to me because I will know mm-hmm. how I am now in standing with Blizzard, they also say friends and family. Oh. And I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get flagged, which tells you how, you know, the people at Blizzard think of me right now mm-hmm. all these days, all these years later, um, because I don't think I'm going to get in. Uh, now, admittedly, I have expressed a lack of interest for uh, World of Warcraft in, in recent months. Yeah. But still, yeah. it would be nice to be asked. I, I, I like to think that it is incredibly personal. They're just like, you seem to have taken a little too much of a shine to Overwatch. Okay, Mr. Beja. You yeah. want to go opt into the alpha for Overwatch 2? That's fine. But yeah. here at World of Warcraft, we demand loyalty. Sure. Well, we used yeah, to... We that's fair. That would be fair. We've had conversations about that, whether... Like I remember when Blizzard was starting to announce way more projects on top of World of Warcraft because for a long time that was just it. It was WoW and Legacy games, and that was it. And when they started doing that, I remember all the talk about splitting player bases, right? Like, well, with Diablo 3, aren't they just going to be farming their own people? They're going to lose WoW subscriptions, or you know, Overwatch is going to split the community and, and all that. We all kind of just waved that off and said, whatever. These are different games. Also, you can play all these games if you're somebody who really loves Blizzard games. But I think Patrick just proved they lost one. The World of Warcraft side lost the French guy, and he's over here now shooting people in the face. In- but would they well- have lost him to a non-Blizzard game <laughs> had they not made Overwatch? Good point. I'm serious. Yeah. We say all this. We say all this, but I have to say I've been reading the blog posts for uh, Shadowlands. There are some cool things happening over there. Oh, very I- much I'm so. intrigued. Yeah, me too. I mean, here. so that's the other thing. Uh, I like checking in on betas and alphas, but I don't play them very long because I'm not, I want to see the game in its finished form. So I'm a terrible tester. Like you don't want to count on me for testing. If you want to count on me for impressions and first thoughts and that sort of stuff. Great. I'm your guy, but I don't really like testing very much. So it's probably true that none of us are really the Petri dish they're looking for. However, here's some of what they described and it sounds pretty interesting. I'm going to give you the major points from that letter. I recommend players go read the whole thing. If you've got some time, uh, anyway, full level up experience in Bastion Zone will be available when the alpha launches. So if you were looking for, you know, uh, you were, you were thinking you were going to get thrown into a broken initial zone that was just super buggy and having problems. There may be bugs, but, uh, the, the entire leveling experience is available in Bastion. Um, seems like I shouldn't have to say this, but you can't carry any of this to your retail game. So don't expect any of that progress to carry over or even into the beta. They'll probably wipe alpha before they go beta. Um, 
like I said, most people know that, but may as well mention it just for the heck of it. Uh, but that whole ba- that whole zone will be there. That's pretty exciting. Uh, that includes Necrotic Wake. That's the dungeon in that zone in Bastion. So you will be able to test uh, that dungeon with four of your favorite uh, friends playing the alpha and or you know strangers uh, to check that thing out and see if you like it. That's exciting. I, I like that, uh, that that stuff's available. New player uh, alliance zones and leveling will be ready. By new player, I mean the changes they're making to the start at level one and let's see how this game goes sort of experience in the game. Those changes and tweaks that they talked about at BlizzCon and talked about since, that's going to be available for all alliance zones in the alpha horde coming later. They didn't say when. Um, actually pretty curious to see all of that. Um, given my, I don't know, my, my pension for a while lately has been the leveling experience has been that sort of level one and let's keep going. I want to see how that feels with what they've announced. Plus what they've changed, they've changed recently to make that a better experience overall. Um, what else we got, uh, and feel barge in here. If you guys have any comments about any of this, but if I'm ripping past something too fast, uh, later in April, the Revendreth zone, that'd be cool. Is that the one with the I'm um really excited to see that one because Bastion was playable at BlizzCon and so because of my streamer privilege, I'm already a little bored with Bastion. I already got to see it. <laughs> well, at least you acknowledge it. That's the first step in healing. Revendreth is the zone I am the most excited for. I mean, it is just that's the evil vampires. Vampire right? is all hell and yeah. I just want to move there. Like, I would like I'm wondering if they have uh, if they're selling uh if they have any units available for timeshare. I'd like to get two or three weeks out of the year <laughs> so I could go visit and you know really you know you know take take some time to sure to unwind and maybe get my blood sucked. So they're undead so they don't care about the virus. They're already dead. It doesn't matter. That's true. That. So they don't care. Definitely there. Yeah. They they bring other viruses with them but they don't care about them. They're dead. They, I think they're rather offended by the term virus. Mm. Do you think so? They would, would uh, uh, you know, they prefer vampire. They like vampirus. How about that? Oh, <laughs> as long as it's uh, not the font vampirus, because that is just the worst font. Uh, and I'm really, uh, I'm really sick of uh, Dracula's uh, version of Avatar using it for their logo. If you think Comic Sans is some bullshit, I got news for you. Papyrus, rough. <laughs> rough business that font i'm with i'm with coming you all to the way. every nail salon near you yep nothing you can do about it oh and probably a avatar sequel i think they use papyrus in that stupid movie anyway uh so yeah revendreth so you're gonna get your your gothic vampire uh lots of deep reds and blacks and just cool gothic business going on there uh so that'll be cool and then also later they didn't give exact dates but i would assume sometime in the next month uh, 30 days or so, you're going to also get to see Torghast, Tower of the Damned, other stuff. Tower of the Damned, of course, being their unending dungeon experience, uh, or rather, endless dungeon experience, sort of the same thing, I guess. Very curious about that. That is something I actually probably would pop into a test to, to fiddle with, because I really want to know what that's going to feel like uh, and be. And, and, and of all the features, I mean, I said this about Islands last time, and they weren't all that I would hope they were going to be. But this sounds like my biggest jam of the of the expansion is the Tower of the Damned. I'm very, very excited about that. Um, let's see. And then he says a steady stream of unlocks after that. So uh, whatever that means. More content. Mm. The Horde Zones. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on Torghast. That's the one that I'm actually the most interested in dipping my toe into in the alpha because it, it's going to be so replayed that I don't think it will be 
too ruined for me to see it ahead of time because I kind of want to figure it out. Yeah. It feels like horrific um, visions are a not exactly, but they're kind of a taste maybe of you know, this form of repeatable content, hopefully with less downtime between. Like I would just like to go run that until I die and then run it again until I die and then improve and do better because it is it's a roguelike that's what they're building there into this part of the game and I am a huge sucker for that stuff so freaking bring it I'll bet Patrick plays a lot of Tower of the Damned what do you think Patrick how's your Torghast feeling Um, what do you think I might I mean I I I like uh, roguelikes as much as the next guy the interesting thing in roguelikes though is how much you progress and I wonder how they're going to manifest this in, in an MMO, um, which I don't know. I guess uh, Horrific Visions is more about how long you can stay alive, and that's right. what improves. Yeah. But it's not the same as like how much more powerful you get. But um, right. I'm, I'm very curious. That's definitely, I mean, let's be honest. There aren't a huge amount of features in the game, so that is one of the main ones and i think it's an interesting one yeah it's a pretty uh i mean there's a lot riding on it in my mind because that's what i because i know what i want out of it but i it may end up being like islands and it'll be less than less than what i'd hoped because islands were supposed to sort of be that kind of thing they were kind of somewhat randomized uh adventure mode diablo style sort of gameplay uh was the idea anyway it's how they described it in the early days and it just didn't really land in that regard so yeah i i really really hope it's not really randomized but i think horrific visions are a much more analogous experience yeah i think so um because it's you know this constant you know push to try and get further and further into the thing it's just that there is a very a very clear end to it Mm -hmm. uh versus something like torgas but um i've i've rather been enjoying horrific visions so i'm I'm looking forward to torgas being i i i think a more fully developed evolution of that. Sure. Um, for some reason, it reminds me of Mortal Kombat. Now, stay with me here for a second. <laughs> That's a, it, the tower. You fight, yeah, the tower, the tower, right? You're fighting up yeah. the tower. So it's not that different. I mean, it is just not a fighting game, obviously. And mechanically, we're talking about a very different circumstance. But kind of reminds me of that, right? Trying to get up to, like, who's the top guy in Mortal Kombat? Not, not the, the first one. It would have been Shao Kahn. It was Shao Kahn. And then wait, when was the forearm Goro guy? That was that was the first one. Second one was Shao Kahn, right? No, did I have that wrong? Agoro was before. Agoro was Kahn. never the last boss. Was he, he always a, was he always a sub boss? Okay, mini boss. I, so, sec- yeah. I want to say in MK one he was second to last. Okay, MK two well, had yeah. the there's a female forearm monster. Yeah, she was the Shanks. Goro. Or no. I'm thinking of Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung was the end in Mortal Kombat 1. Shao Kahn was Mortal Kombat 2. Okay, there you go. And Shao Kahn changed so much after that that he's barely recognizable. Anyway, I didn't mean to go down that path, but kind of reminds me of that. I like stuff where I got to work up some kind of ladder. In this context, I really like it because I like RPGs that do this already. But again, like Patrick says, in an MMO context, who knows how this feels? And I'm, I'm curious. To me, it'll be like uh, some people are going to really love it, and I hope I'm one of them. But it's like PvP. You either really like that or you think it fits weird in the in an MMO. And I personally think PvP and WoW fits a little weird in an MMO. I think they've done a great job with what they have, but 
outside of a few really great experiences I've had with friends, it's not really a thing I pay that much attention to uh, for the life of the game. I hope this is something that I'm going to dive into, even if others don't love it. I'm, I'm stoked. Um, a couple other important points. Players of all 12 classes will immediately see in their spellbooks, talents, and in some cases, their resources changes. Ooh, what do you think that means? What's going to happen to your paladin, or Garrett? It's going to be like a, I don't know, uh, you can use daggers now, two of them, and go stealth. No, I don't know what it means, but you're going to get some big changes. You excited about that? I mean, I played the uh, the Hunter at BlizzCon and 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 saw some some old things returning, but I don't remember offhand what they were. Um, uh, I'm excited for this. The, the, I mean, they're calling it the unpruning, which is something I'm excited for, uh, especially after having spent quite a bit of time with Classic. Right. I like the uh, I like the more bloated. I, I like spell bloat. I'm a fan of it. You're fine with it. You choose what you want to choose. You use what you want to use. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it's only confusing. Maybe they learned this, but it's only confusing to a new player who boosts. If you are a player who plays from level one and works through that game or has since the beginning and stayed with it, bloat, spell bloat is not a problem, I don't think, because you already know what you like or you don't like, or you're listening to guides or you're looking at guides on on some I, I side think, anyway. I, I, I mean, I think it's, it's potentially confusing for current players once this update hits, but I think that was true back with pruning because you would lose things and right. sometimes you just got brand new abilities. And so I, I, to me, I, I don't know whether I'm, I'm sorting through more abilities or trying to make sense of losing some and gaining new ones. I think it's, you know, it's, this is always going to be a, a little bit of a, of a rub for, for updates to this game. Someone in the uh, chat room, blues Keenan says, I want my arrows back and my quivers. That's no, not going to, that's not going to happen. <laughs> you don't I, want I like having my quiver on my back in classic. I do not like, uh, buying arrows. No, look, a quiver. I a, think a quiver on your back is cool. Nothing wrong with that. I don't want to fill it with arrows. I don't want to run out. I don't want to go back to town to get more. I don't want to do that ever again, ever again, ever. Listen, if this year has taught us anything beyond how to socially distance, yeah, uh, it's the fact that one should never say no. You don't when someone says I want something. That's a good Never. point. That's a good because point. You, you do not know what they want. Patrick is correct. Um, you are correct about this. <laughs> I'm sure someone somewhere you, wants to have those arrows. Want. I don't want them though, and yeah. I'll tell you why I don't want arrows. It, exactly. it just didn't Let's add a lot. Yeah, it didn't add a lot to the game for me. It never did. It, it. I understand how you could perceive it and say, "Oh, arrows. That means another thing I need to prepare for and have ready." And and there's fun in the readiment of your character. There's fun in that. You know, people like attunement. Um, Garrett, you've been on the record as saying you enjoyed attunement, more of the attunement stuff they used to do back in the day. And Mm -hmm. I never liked attunement very much, but I also don't like professions very much in the game. Um, Yet I'm spending hours a day in Animal Crossing doing nothing but professions. So don't ask me what what the difference is. Um, But my my overall on that is, um, of course, for those who want arrows, great. But things like that in the game, arrows for that, the way soul shards used to work for demon or for um, for uh, warlocks, that kind of stuff. If you want that stuff back, I don't think some of those basic things are part of this unpruning at all. I think you're going to get some spells you haven't had in a while. Um, you're going to have some of that bloat back, and that's okay because you're seasoned players. You know what you're doing, and you know what you want to play. I think back in the day, they were worried about that pruning stuff because if somebody boosted to ninety and started playing fresh. 
they didn't know what the hell to do because there's too much stuff in there and they're spelled. I mean, they've they've already talked about some of the things that are coming back. A lot of the I mean, at BlizzCon last year, they showed, I think for every class, a handful of spells that are returning. Um, right. It's not so, a t- it's not yeah. everything is the thing, right? Like we're no, not gonna... no, but I mean it's, it's a good, it's a good it's a good chunk to kind of get an idea. I think of where their heads at. I don't really don't think they're gonna bring back arrows. No, no, no that no, of course not. Yeah. But I mean, for me, the I, I was happy with the pruning because I'm kind of an OCD person, and when I have a spell that I know I could be using, I'm like, but there's gonna be a case like at some point in the next two years where I'm going to need to to use that spell. So I have to have it on my bars. And especially when I play my druid, I have everything available somewhere. And that gets a little bit confusing and tiring. So I understand the idea that uh, specs need to be, um, you know, reinforcing one aspect of a class, not creating an entirely different class that will cut you off from the other specs. I get that. But I'm worried that we're going to be back to a situation where we were before the pruning, where there's where there's bloat, mm-hmm. which I guess people, you know, the, the people have spoken. They like that version of the game better. So that's fine. Mm. Obviously, I'm you know, I don't want them to make a game just for me, although that would be nice as well. Oh, yeah, you'd love that. Uh, yeah. Who wouldn't want that? Yeah. Be all right. I mean, actually, they did. It's called Overwatch. But, uh... <laughs> Uh, just oh, looking on four Patrick means on the back of the box. Yeah. See, was. yeah. Everything says it's <laughs> FP. It's four Patrick. That's the rating system. The whole world goes by now. I kind of hate it. <laughs> Parents don't know what to think of it. You can't tell if it's violent or it got sex in it. They just know it's for Patrick. That's all they know. All right. I'm so look- really excited about Hunter's Mark coming back. Yeah, this. I am I'm too. Really, I miss after playing classic, dude. I miss the red arrow over what I want to kill. I don't know. The, oh, I do too. There's there is something really valuable in those kinds of th- some of those things, like you know, minimum uh, range and all that. I could do without. That's fine. Leave it the way it is. Let me fight some like right up front. Range. I don't like minimum range. I want to like, like it, and I understand why you're saying it, and it does create a more complex character inter- interaction, which is really why I'm saying I like Hunter's Mark coming back. Because that's a cool thing. It's like you're you're debuffing or buffing. You're buffing yourself, but you're debuffing the creature, and you're you're saying that's the one I'm shooting at. And I don't know. There is something about that that I really like. But I don't want minimum range back. F that. I I'm I'm not here to say that it is the correct uh, take. Is that it is good. I'm just saying I like it. Uh, but, well, yeah. someone in the chat pointed us to Wowhead and said they had this thing about warlocks. Let's see. Uh, warlock curses returning in Shadowlands. Tongues, recklessness, weakness, and doom. Also, you guys are getting all kinds. Some of, of cool these stuff. things I do like. There's yeah. definitely, you know, for as much as I'm saying, uh, bloating, there are some things that I will will be happy to see coming back. Yeah. Well, yeah, but and it's not like they're fun. it's yeah. not like they're re-adding everything that's ever existed in the history of the game. Mm-hmm. They're they're bringing back kind of key pieces, um, and so I, I mean, you know, in I think pure instant, true instance fashion, we're going to end here with there. There is a happy medium. I, I, I feel they went too far in one direction, and I like that they're starting to lean back in an older one without jumping just back into the way Classic did things feet first. Yeah. What was the Reign of Arrows thing called that Hunters used to do? Volley. Volley. I want Volley back. Volley was awesome. It's not confirmed or even talked about anywhere I can find, no, but I, I would. I, I haven't. 
seen them mention volley. Um, I've got up everything they talked about at BlizzCon right in front of me, and and only Killshot, Eyes of the Beast, and Hunter's Mark were mentioned at BlizzCon. Or no, this was a blog post on April seventh. Oh, wow. This okay. is all very very recent stuff. Okay, interesting. So. I would love that because right, I think our AOE options suck. For volley's back. Volley is back. Really? What Can you get us a confirming link? Because I have looked every. I looked everywhere this morning. I couldn't find anything about volley. So if that's true. They just released a a um, a blog post with uh, class changes, specific class changes. It was released a couple of hours ago. Oh, I, think. I missed this. Oh, I was okay. busy so doing a morning like, show. Dang it. Okay, breaking news. Hot off the presses. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll drag this up here. Wowhead's got it. Looks like. Um, let's just see if we can browse the top end of this to see if anything that jumps out at us. So, oh, here we go. Class changes summary. Uh, Death Knight, blah, 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 blah. I'm, oh, I'm yeah, Bali gonna... is back. What? Under Marksman. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Hell yeah. Enables a Marksman Hunter to... Just Marksman, though, huh? To rain arrows yes. down on a target area over a short period of time and empowers the Hunter to a trick shot buffs. It was a... Okay. Well, now I guess I'm playing Marksman. Because <laughs> I, I really want to get that back. That's great to uh, hear. Hunter, I'm coming home. Uh, coming home in the live game. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, venomous bite, scent of blood. That's coming. Let's see. All right, mages. What are y'all getting here? Um, fire. I last mean, wave. all of that is cool. Yeah, and we can talk about class unpruning until the end of forever. But don't you want to talk about the uh, the the different zones buffs? Yeah, like how they're called? How they're called? Yeah, those. Uh, what are they called? They call them. Can't remember. I you can't remember either. You get cla- uh, class abilities for each zone you're in, and at the end of the game, you get all four. Yeah, those are is- those are cool, but I'm I'm worried they're going to feel like any of those other kinds of effects you get when it's like, oh well, I've how do I, how do I put this? Um, they're not just buffs that give you you know plus whatever five uh, percent DPS. They're actual active abilities you. I think for most of them, I didn't look at every single one, but they're active abilities that make something happen. Uh, it might be the it might be passive in the sense that it's like a companion that shows up and and gives you something, but it's usually gameplay impacting abilities. Well, that's good if they're gameplay impacting and they're fun. You're talking about the covenant abilities, yeah. In right. the zone, yes, yeah. Those. Depending on the zone or whatever zone you align yourself with, or whatever faction you align yourself with, in there. You get that ability, and if it's fun, then I'm in. But the problem with these in the past have always been, like the stuff in BFA, they just weren't very fun. Like the stuff you'd get in the um, in the necklace or whatever, uh, and you'd pop that into a slot and use it, or they would proc automatically. They just were kind of, I don't know, they were a little eye candy. Yeah, they may have boosted a little DPS, or they made you unhittable for a minute, or whatever it was. They just were kind of boring. And I mean, so I think you're, you're, you're hitting on like one of the biggest sore spots of BFA. Yeah. Um, but it was something that in Legion worked really well with the artifacts. Right. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I certainly hope that they, they've learned some lessons through, through BFA. Um, I mean, some of these abilities look really cool. We've only seen a few examples, mm-hmm. but um, they're sounding neat. I mean, some of them are not as like, as exciting on a combat side, like uh, one of the ones they showed, I think it was for the Kyrians, was like a steward that uh, gives you like a cleanse ability. Right. 
which is cool if you're a, a character or a class that doesn't normally have a good cleanse but I don't know. In the overall scheme of the game, are you going to care that much about that? Cleanse is important. Well, I'll always do a good cleanse. I think in France they call it a douche, don't they? It's a douche. What do you guys call it? And it comes in a bag. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Um, And soon we'll all be calling it a a bidet. Yeah, a bidet. We're all going to have our own because toilet paper, it's all gone. Uh, All right. So let's see. yeah, okay. Uh, this this post has just been put up. There's tons of it here. We're not going to try to dissect it in real time, but um, I'm sure we'll have more to say about this next week. But that's great. Nice little info drop from Blizzard this morning. All right. Also, the questing system is getting a, re- a revamp. They're making a major difference that you'll be able to tell between major story stuff and side questing. So imagine like your big class quest stuff or the things that are really carrying you through a zone. Uh, some way, he didn't really get into too many specifics, but a way of emphasizing those over just the smaller, one may even say skippable stuff if you don't want to do those. Some people are going to do them all, but I like that idea of separating them or or putting more emphasis on one to kind of give you an idea that, hey, this is your big thing to be doing. Um, This is a thing a lot of video games do. It'd be nice to see this in WoW. And I'm uh, happy to report they're going to finally include what they're calling a 3D location indicator, that will show whether you are ele- whether your goal destination is elevated above you or it's below you or on the f- floor you're on. Because how many times you've been in the game and you're like, wait, where is it? It's not here. Well, the dot's yellow. That means I'm on top of it. If it's faded out, it means it's in the basement, I guess. Okay, let's go to the basement. Oh, no, I guess that means it was on the roof. So let's go back all the way up on the roof. Like it's a, it's a small quality of life thing, but I'm stoked to see how they implement it and see if it works well because I do... I do like a game that if it's going to give me a, a point of reference and say, here's where you need to go, i like to know that I'm on the right plane before I go do it. Otherwise, it just feels like a giant waste of time. So that's cool. They say it's 3D, whatever that means. And then uh, waypoints. So let's say me and Garrett and Patrick are out rolling around and we're like, yeah, this is a good time we're having here today. Hey, where's that thing? Uh, Patrick can now put a waypoint on the map and I'll see it not just a ping but an actual waypoint so you'll like plant a flag in essence in the ground wherever you wanted me to go via the map or you're just self out there standing there and I'll see it and I can go run right up to it that's pretty cool don't we think maybe ish yes it's cool (laughs) yeah totally I like it what I yeah what i really love is that they have these things that are clearly taken from mods like the 3d arrow to tell you where you have to go for your quest right which are you know changing the game in a a significant way but now if some people are unhappy with it and think you know well this is too much and we should have to do it like this or like that we can just tell people you have classic if you want the classic experience you can go get it Mm -hmm. which is where I you, think that's really cool. Yeah, where I have already installed an, an add-on to do that for me. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. How, yeah I, had how, to, I had to think about that one for a second. I was like, I'm pretty sure I already have those in, in the live game. Oh, it's probably an add-on. So I haven't messed with that at all, but is is that add-on experience in Classic uh, simple? Oh, like I, don't, I don't know if that one specifically actually exists in Classic. Oh, okay, okay. I'm, I just don't, I haven't talked to anybody who's done whatever mods are available for Classic, how that's, what that experience is like. Because back in the day... You had to go into the directories, unzip files in those directories. Oh, no, no, no. You can use um, the Twitch app. Okay. Uh, 
like I assumed so. Curse app. Yeah, I assumed it would because all that's doing is managing external folders. It doesn't have to do with the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since I've gone to go look up add-ons. There were a lot of classic add-ons that were missing, so Mm -hmm. I was going out and getting some manually. Yeah, but um, there's a lot of stuff that's available with the Twitch app. Um, So you know, you just like one click install, and it just does everything you need it to do. That's how I got the majority of my classic add-ons. And does it treat it just like? And it just treats it, or the Twitch app rather, just tweet, treats it like another game, right? Like it's yeah, just, if you if you've got um the the Twitch app specifically, if you go in and you click on World of Warcraft, you just have a drop down whether you want to be messing with your classic or your retail add ons. It's under the same tab essentially. Okay, I keep wanting to say curse, little, but it used to be the curse thing. It's just not. I think the curse one still exists. Does but it? Then it got no, no, no. They bought the, uh, Twitch bought curse. I knew oh, that, but I. Okay. I th- there's something in my head where they let one just keep running because people. But why would you like the old one when the old one only let you update one at a time? You had to pay a subscription. Unless you paid. Yeah, they had to have gotten rid of all that because the Twitch one doesn't do that at all. Yeah, I, I used the no, Twitch no. One. It's just they they removed all of it when the, when Twitch bought it. Okay. They okay. didn't. I don't think they really care about the add-on part. It was more of a. Um, they wanted their Twitch app, and that was a good basis for it. Is my. And they want yes, the and they wanted the community uh, potential to yeah. shift over and use it. Yeah, I wonder how that's going for them. Yeah. I don't know anyone who uses that thing other than to update their add-ons. I don't use it to like, <laughs> like I don't I use, use it, it to install well, they, Twitch Sings. Twitch. <laughs> that's right. They also they also have the um, the games. Their games. It's their game app essentially. Which yeah, not a lot of people. There aren't a lot of games, so essentially it's useless. But. Um, that's too it's, bad. It, there are games coming, so maybe. That's yeah, maybe we'll improve it. I just know they were looking for more, like a, they were going to try to kick Discord in the nuts with it a little bit, and it didn't really do it. So then again, Discord's game store didn't work out either, so everyone's trying to figure out what the hell they're doing. But Patrick, let me ask you this. I've, I'm feeling nostalgic. Back when you were submitting segments to this show some 13 years ago <laughs> or whatever it was. <laughs> 30 uh, years ago, yes. 30-odd yes. 30 years ago. Um, do you remember... What was the competing before Curse came along? There was another add-on manager. Do you remember the name of that thing? Because you were doing add-ons, Ooh. you were all about plugins back then. Do you remember what that was called? Huh, I do not remember. I remember there was a site, and there was a big kerfuffle at some point where yeah. um, there was someone who was saying, "Oh, but add-on developers get paid with this one and not with this one." And Curse was under a little bit of heat at some point, and. There was a very good reason why they did it the way they did, but they didn't want to tell it publicly because they didn't want to get into the muck of it and get people. I mean, anyway, it. Oh, was it, it just called the chat room saying "Wow Interface" was what it was called. That sounds familiar. And um, what? Tell the name again. Wow Interface. <laughs> it seems too basic. I don't know why that name seems wrong, but yeah. I guess that's it. That seems exactly like no, something that right, would exist right. in two thousand and five. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> But you're right. I remember there was a big kerfuffle, big drama between yeah. the two and who was getting paid and who wasn't. And everybody was like, I'm sticking by this one because it's independent. And the other people are like, no, this one works better and has more mods. And in the end, the bigger one won out, I guess. But WoW interface still exists. Does it really? Mm-hmm. Could I oh, go? Wow. Could I? Maybe. Do they have a client still? Like a, uh, they used to have a desktop client. I wonder if they still do that. That's weird. That's what we, oh, wowinterface.com. Here it is. I have seen worse websites. It, yeah, this is all right. Has it changed since? 
I Two, mean, 2005. Yeah, I mean, the website certainly has. I don't know about the. Oh, there it is. Add-on manager. Yeah, you can download it. Premiere add-on manager. So I guess it's still a wow. thing. <laughs> Everyone who's listening right now that uses this on the regular is just like, oh my God, guys, this isn't some archaeology <laughs> thing. We've been using it for decades. I'm sure they, yeah, I'm sure that's had its fans, but I just pert near forgot entirely about it until this came up. All right. Hmm. Uh, oh, thank God, uh, OmniCC is still in the what's hot category. Is it? Nice. Remember Thoughtbot? Yeah, I remember Thoughtbot. Oh, Chewy I very much school. remember Thoughtbot. Yeah. Saved my butt a few times. Thoughtbot was an Alakazam? Alakazam? No. Alakazam, yes. Yeah, Alakazam. Absolutely. That was the other one that yeah. I went to all the time. Anyway. I, I think there's like half the audience who's just too young <laughs> to even have known about all these things. <laughs> You might. They're they're hearing us reminisce about some ancient stuff. And and listen, listen yeah. the audience that's too young, they're playing Fortnite. Yeah, they're not even here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the well, ones that are, they're the unique. Thing. WoW has been around for so long. There might be people who have been playing it for ten years. Mm-hmm. At which point, those sites and add-on managers and stuff were kind of old, you know, old news already. Mm-hmm. And they've been playing for ten years and wouldn't have had an opportunity to hear, you know, to to use those. Oh yeah, and still. 10 years is a long time to be playing a game. Yeah, 10 years so. ago, I mean, in 2010 of April, I think most of that stuff had sussed itself out. And we yeah. were... Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so we... So in, we're, tw- in, in 2010, April 2010, I had been at Blizzard for uh, almost a year, yeah, six months. About it, yeah, working on a year that year. That's weird. Yeah, everything, everything with the instance... <laughs> everything important had happened <laughs> and <laughs> you're right that was yeah. the end of an era because patrick was sending in these awesome segments and then couldn't do it anymore after that because you, you had weren't to go work. a regular host until after like you were you just did the segments right you weren't a regular host oh yeah he, he didn't do the regular hosting till okay. 2014 was yeah. it patrick was that I, I would show up every once in a while yeah. on a regular basis but yeah no, yeah we had him on pretty regularly i remember those days those were great days they're good days now. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the current situation notwithstanding. <laughs> May I want to make that clear? All right. Uh, if you need some Q relief in Classic, Blizzard has got your backs, apparently. Uh, so here's the deal. Uh, somebody on Twitter named James Owen on April 1st asked this of the Warcraft devs account. Can someone please or can something please be done about the queues in Classic? They are getting atrocious again compared to the periodic queues that used to happen. The devs replied and said, again, this was at Warcraft devs. If you're not already following them, you should. Says, we've been working on bringing some relief to the queues uh, to the highest population WoW Classic realms in both America and in the EU, or the Americas, I should say. We'll roll that, roll that out in the coming days after we test it internally. Thank you for your patience. So, a little vague on what they're actually doing, but it sounds like they've got, uh, re- uh, in their words, relief on their way for you Classic players worried about queues. So, there's that. I, I know that makes me sound horrible. Mm. But again, I can't help but go back to what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> That's how it works with Classic because you have servers mm-hmm. that are dedicated. Like you, you don't have cross-server stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're a slave to the uh, population of your server. Right. And anyway. You're just stuck. It it, that back in the day, you were stuck or you were encouraged to do a transfer. And that came much later than yeah. vanilla. So... Yeah, you're not wrong. I wonder what the relief is and how far they're straying from the classic philosophy. Well, that, that, like, that's what certainly I'm certainly they're not. Sure. 
That's what I'm. I don't think it's it's ridiculous to ask that something be done. Um, but I'm curious. Yeah, of course. But is it, is it cross server? Because I I don't you know maybe there's another solution, but I can't really oh, imagine it was, what it would be. Right. If it was cross server, I feel like people would be up in arms. It's such a big draw mm. to the game that the server be the server the way things used to be that you you know you have a server population and a server community and you know those players well what if they oh i agree but what could they do how can they this is what i was thinking maybe maybe the way they fix it now is some of that technology gets used to create that to make that server just a larger virtual environment in other words not actually adding servers or going cross server but clouding up some of the current i don't there's these aren't on blades anyway are they i don't think so i don't, I don't think they're on dedicated hardware anymore I, they're I just re- i cannot speak to the tech i have no idea I'm pretty sure they're just replicating that environment and then holding to it and that's great so maybe they just make that larger and the only then the only thing that that sure. would the only thing that would fight against or the only thing the only part of the classic experience that that would bump up against is now you just don't have queues anymore but in theory you're not going cross server you're still not you know crossing you mean adding you mean adding uh increasing server population yeah if they're if they have a way to add to increase server population without cross server or no i'm sorry oh but handle the problem you yeah sorry go ahead go ahead no, the, if you have like, let's say the the a server is five thousand people, yeah, you can increase it to six thousand. But the world is built for a certain number of people because remember that everyone there's no instancing, so everyone who's connected at the same time who goes to Stormwind is in the same version of Storm in the same Stormwind. Mm. So if you increase population too much, then the world isn't you know designed to accommodate that many people, and also. Um, I think one of the issues is that you have a certain number of tanks and healers and DPS and increasing the population doesn't necessarily help because you still, you know, the proportions are the problem, not yeah, necessarily the number of That's a good players. point. I hadn't thought of that because it, no. it's not so much, the, <laughs> you know, it would be funny if you logged in one day and you're like, oh, no cues today. I wonder what's going on. And all they did was take the world like you would a Photoshop image and stretch it horizontally, like not in keeping proportions, but just like stretch it. You go in and the whole world, just a little, everything's a little wider, a little fatter. <laughs> and now more people could fit in there. That would be a riot. I would love that. Uh, please hold down shift when you're transforming text, people. Please. <laughs> yeah, well, please, Adobe, make up your mind on which way you want us to do it because... Yeah, because they recently changed it where you don't have to hold down shift now. Yeah, and well, you do. It's just opposite. Now you hold down shift to make it distort, and you don't hold anything to do proportions. Yes, and it threw me. Almost, Still throws me. Almost, almost two decades of holding shift as muscle memory yeah. is messing. I yeah, actually now, went in and turned it off. Now, if they would go in there and do it across all their apps, I'd be down with a change like that because I'd be forced into it across the board. But the problem is you go use Illustrator, Mm-hmm. Old rules apply. It doesn't yep. do this Hope new thing. I haven't changed it to an Illustrator. No, nope. Really nope. Just Photoshop. Just Photoshop. Just Photoshop. Super annoying. And I get why they did. And I'm, like I said, fine with it. It's a binary choice. But you got to do it across the dominoes, not just one. Or else, what are we doing? It's been like that in Premiere for a while. By the way, I hope everyone is enjoying the instance uh, Adobe Creative <laughs> Cloud Edition. <laughs> Um, I'm sure many people are as frustrated as you are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a few of us out there. They know how we feel.
They get it. All right. Uh, so there's that. Now this. Let's take a quick peek at the rest of Blizzard, or at least as much as is interesting at the moment. Heroes of the Storm did something very interesting with a recent patch. They uh, have it's on the PTR or PTR live. rather. Sorry, sorry, it's on PTR. I was reading the patch notes before, and I keep forgetting that's not live yet. Uh, they are buffing cores, and it sounds super rad. And by core buffing, I mean no longer you just stand in there and that guy's zapping one of you, bzz, 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 or the tip of the thing is shooting somebody while you're trying to take down the core. Instead, it does all kinds of wacky stuff depending on what uh, what battleground you're on. Uh, I would go read up on those details if you're interested in those, but I think it's a really cool idea. Uh, uh, you're welcome, everyone. We've been asking for this on Into the Nexus for a year. Yeah, thanks, man. I always oh, look. We did it. It's us. The, no it's one all else. You. It's all you. Are you um, gonna get another? Fine, you were right, Garrett and Kyle. <laughs> in the show notes? We might. This goes so much beyond anything we ever suggested. Um, every core on every unique battleground has unique abilities yeah uh, so this, this goes so beyond anything we ever thought would be possible um we we have however been talking a lot for a while now about uh, increasing the damage that that all structures do which is happening towers and forts and keeps are do, now doing a lot more damage and they're a lot more lethal uh, than they ever have been in the past. Yeah. So it's very cool what they're doing. This is a massive update. Yeah. It is insane. And they hadn't really, like at BlizzCon and other stuff, they hadn't hinted they were doing this, this this core stuff. This is all news to me. Um, so I'm excited, very excited actually, to see how that works. They should be more lethal anyway, and just plain more interesting. Because once you get to the core, it's just a you know burn, turn and burn. Just it's boring and not boring, but it's just kind of they're all like this. All these. All these MOBAs, this is how they deal with cores. To see them get this creative with it, make these more lethal, more of a strategic thing. You can't just do it with three of you. You got to better get all five in there for this job. Uh, AOE people are going to have a really interesting time. It's going to be cool. So good job, Heroes of do the Storm. Do you play regularly, Scott? Uh, not as much as I used to, but yeah, here and there. Yeah. I like what they've been doing with the game lately, um, more so lately. I kind of went through a real sour period where I was just mad about HGC you know, we turned, we made core a whole different show because of it. Cause we were so, all so mad. Nobody wanted to play it because we were just like <laughs> put off by blizzards decisions. Um, you know, for as business related as they were, they still annoyed me and still kind of annoyed by it all. But, um, and the layoffs didn't help and all that other stuff really bugged me. But at the core of all this <laughs> core at the, at the center of all this is still an excellent, uh, MOBA and really the only MOBA I care to play. So, uh, when I do, I do play in there. Uh, tell me about Hearth. <laughs> I don't often play MOBAs, but when I do, <laughs> when I do, I play that one. All right, so Garrett, tell me about all the cards you're going to open today, or why are you doing that? Because something happened. Something got released. What happened in Hearthstone? What's going on? Uh, I, I really can't tell you anything because uh, Hearthstone launches go live at a terrible time for me. Mm. Um, it's always when I uh, am like it's time to go have lunch here on the East Coast, uh, and now. <laughs> I do this show immediately following my launch on Tuesdays. Yeah. Um, so I haven't seen jack shit out of Ashes of Outland yet at the time of recording this video podcast. Uh, immediately following this podcast, I'm going to go open all my junk. Yep. And I can't wait. Open your junk. Yeah. Uh, um, many- it's Ashes of Outland, man. It's uh, it's here. The Demon Hunter is now alive. Uh, the prologue went up last Thursday. So if you, it's, it's now too late. We could have already had uh, the Demon Hunter unlocked and ready to go for today. Yeah. Um, it's a fun little prologue. Takes you through. Oh, Illidan's... wait. Do you not get it now? Yeah, you do. It, it was just... You do. Oh, okay. Uh, so <laughs> when I say it's too late, I mean like 
had we recorded this earlier, I would have said, hey, go play the prologue so you're ready. So it's already unlocked and you're good to go. Oh. And now you, if you're coming to it today thinking, I'm going to go play Demon Hunter, you have to play through a little single player thing before you can do that. Okay. Yeah, nobody wants that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, all right, good. Uh, how many decks is it total you're opening? Uh, packs? Uh, I think I've got about 100. 100 packs. Uh, and I haven't bought any with gold yet, so I'm going to cash in all my gold as well. So I'll have I'll have a lot of packs. I think I'll end up probably in the 150-ish territory. Nice. To uh, to open up. I'm really excited. I'm really excited about Paladin. They're getting some super cool stuff. And, uh, and I got to play Demon Hunter at the Summit, and Demon Hunter is absolutely awesome. Does that, um, does that summit probably, does that summit feel like nine hundred years ago now that you went into that? <laughs> uh, it was uh, a time when we could move outside of our homes. Yeah. It feels like I've been banished for ten thousand years. <laughs> I'll put it that way. I'll put it that way. Nice um, reference. Yeah, well it's uh it's a huge it, it's it's such a big update. Um the the game getting its first new class ever is just giant for the game. Um, and also this means it's a new standard year. So, uh, we just, three expansions just went into wild. So if you're the type of player that really likes it when the meta completely upheaves, mm -hmm. this is it. This is always it. The first expansion of a new year is always when things completely go out the window. Uh, cause it's the single largest shift of cards, uh, that happens at any point in the year for Hearthstone. So, God, um, you're making me want to play. You should. It's time, Garrett. Or it's time, so Patrick. Freaking good, man. So, uh, anyways, we'll have a we'll have a launch episode of Anger Chicken tomorrow too. So I will have actually gotten to play a little bit of it, and I'm sure I'll be back talking about it next week on this show as well. Excellent. Maybe I'll listen to that instead of playing. That, no, you should play. You should it. play while listening to that. <laughs> sure. Well, may you get an epic. I'm still a patron of Angry Chicken. I haven't listened for like I don't know five years Jeez, but, uh, you, scott and tom yeah. are like some of our oldest yeah and uh, there's go in there anytime i'm like pulling a patron report and i sort it by date <laughs> to find out who we haven't thanked yet yeah. it's like right up at the top it's like uh ace the text extra life yeah patrick, <laughs> patrick <laughs> yeah well it's all right we uh we're we're happy to be that for them uh or for you guys and you guys are doing a killer job <laughs> i hope you get more legendaries than you can handle that's what i hope for you today i hope that's what happens me too all right, uh, well done. Now let's take a quick uh, thing with this. Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> Time for the town crier, where we read your emails. We got this one from Greg slash Kip. I assume Kip is his, uh, his nickname. He says this, uh, Dear Mr. Pants and family, how is it in this day and age does Blizzard not have a WoW-based mobile game, even just for professions or, bet or pet battles? Will this stay uh, away from mobile forever due to phone gate? What's phone gate? <laughs> Is that the Diablo uh, I thing? guess uh, Diablo Immortal. Oh, Immortal. Okay. I didn't know that was called phone gate by anybody, but whatever. It isn't, but it's a good name. <laughs> I like it. It's all right. I would have said Immortal Gate, but that's fine. Anyway, he says, also, uh, here's a future <laughs> pipe dream. Wow VR. They could monetize the heck out of it, and I will gladly make a deal with the devil to make this happen. Love the show. Thanks for all you do. It is actually still possible uh, to play WoW in VR using some pretty hacky tools. Um, saw this happen a few years ago. I don't know if anyone's still working on that or if it's even a thing, but there were people walking around Azeroth with their vibes and their Oculus, uh, Oculus rifts, uh, checking out the world of Warcraft in that way. It wasn't super playable. 
It's not the funnest way to play the game, but I would love it if WoW cared about that. I don't think Blizzard cares, though. I don't think they're working on that or will work on that. I could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe I mean, I, maybe. I don't think they care about VR. They care about mobile, and there will be a kind of uh, some sort of WoW mobile thing as we've heard they're working on all their properties to be uh to have a mobile version of the game of the ip um i think everyone's gonna hate it on principle whenever it arrives but uh yeah it's gonna arrive so your wishes will be exhaust uh (laughs) how do you say it in english honored realized oh what were you gonna say what language you're gonna say it in say it what was it gonna be in french you say uh, exhausté uh, is is how you say it. Oh. To, All right. Yeah. How do I say it in Finnish? Say it in Finnish. I don't speak Finnish. Oh. I speak Swedish. All right. So do it in Swedish. I don't want to. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> Good for you, Patrick. <laughs> Good for Listen, you. Don't, don't let don't let boss you around. I'm a human being. <laughs> I am not I'm, your language speaking yeah, machine. I'm over here like dance monkey dance, and you finally gave me what for. That was awesome. Scott is just like a living, breathing Twitch chat right now. <laughs> kind of am. Do it for me. Do it. I want to see it. Do it. All right. Uh, I make my brother do that all the time in Korean, and he hates it. Rusty Nails wrote in. I think he's in the chat, too. Oh, Rusty Nails. Hey, yeah, man. Rusty yeah, Nails is great. Always hanging out in my chat room. Yeah, he's great. Uh, he says this. If you were actually to live in the world of Warcraft as an NPC, what would you do? Would you be a quest giver, a vendor, a class trainer? Uh, he also says, same question, but uh, you were a player. So what class race would you play if you're actually living in Azeroth day to day? Bonus. Would you raid as that person or PvP or just fish all day? Well, let's start with the first question. I would be a... Uh, I would want to be a quest giver because that means I'd have some dialogue and then you'd send you off to do a thing and then you come back and you have to talk to me again. I might give you something in return and I might pass you on to my buddy up the road. That feels like I'd actually have something to do because class trainers are useless at the moment unless you're in classic and vendors, that's just, who cares? No one wants to be a vendor. So that's my answer. Uh, Garrett, what do you want to be in the game? Would you be any of those things or something else? Uh, I, I I would love to be. I, I like the, like, it's my least favorite expansion by far, but I'd love to be visitors to your garrison. Like, I got, I remember getting all excited when, like, Ben Brode would come visit. Yeah. And I just thought that was the raddest <laughs> shit that they ever put in the game. That was um, kind of cool. So if they ever, if we ever go back to, like, a good version of that, like, class halls, I would love to, like, just pop into the, like, the, uh, the paladin class hall, hall every now and then. Just to have some horrible, trendy haircut, walking around as a blood elf, you know. I heard you uh, say "class hole" and that made me laugh inside. Yeah, class hole. Yeah, yeah. damn it, Scott, you're such a class such hole. A class hole. That's, that's what you should call people. Maybe they already do. People that are jerky about their class or what the best class is. They're being a class hole. Yeah, you know, know what? I want to be a. I want to be a, a bartender in Silvermoon because <laughs> uh, I feel like they would have the. the fanciest cocktails i just want to be like a male blood elf with some big updo with some fancy silk clothes you know mixing martinis all day that sounds great i'm gonna call you bob and then you're gonna keep telling me how great i'm doing in battlegrounds that'll be great <laughs> i think you can win this one I think friend you've got this even though i totally know you don't all right patrick the tone you- of my voice belies your dire situation <laughs> friend <laughs> what uh what do you want to do patrick in the game if you were a thing in the game if I was an NPC, yeah. um, can I be Illidan? 
You just want to be Illidan. Well, I guess he's an NPC. I mean, so it's fair. That's a fair point. He is one. He is an NPC. It seems like he would have an interesting life, especially now that he's off on Argus and like it's it's he could I don't know, it seems more interesting than being a a a, a baker or a podcaster like i i do boring stuff in real life i i would like to do some fun stuff all right you can um, be you can be but in the spirit then. yeah in the spirit of the question uh i'm gonna say uh probably a an auction house uh attendant staff person that that i would handle the money and uh you know, uh-huh. make sure that things are being done correctly in my very OCD ways. Sure, that that would probably fit me. Okay. I guess. Would you? Uh, would you say I am my scars in French? <laughs> How's that go? Uh, I would say it. It doesn't work with the the you know, the the sound doesn't work as well. So no, I would say it in English. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, did you say I am my scars yeah. or I am my scarves? I am my scarves. Oh, I, I, I am my scarves. scarves. Oh. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I didn't think of that, but you did, and that's amazing. Nice job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would totally say I am my scarves. Oh. Of course. Right. Hey, well. Patrick, can I borrow a scarf? I am my scarves. I am my scarves. <laughs> <laughs> It's all wrapped in. I'm like ten of them. That's amazing. <laughs> he's just he just turns around. He doesn't have a shirt on. He's just wrapped in scarves, trying to flex through them. Yeah. Hey, are you? Uh, is that listen, what you do? That, that settles it. F that that uh, that uh, auction house dude. I I am definitely Illidan. Okay. You would be Illidan, but your eye band would be a scarf yep. just tied around your face. Yep. Wouldn't be able to see oh, through it or anything. So good. Yeah, that'd be amazing. You, you we were not prepared for how many scarves you had on. Uh, for this question. It's amazing. <laughs> thank you for the uh the questions rusty nails um as far as the other stuff he says what race would you play if you're living in azeroth i would probably be i'd still be an orc i like orcs um i don't know why just like them i'm a fan carrot you'd be what blood or night elf probably you always if i had to no, guess if I had to choose one of the cities to live in, I'd, I'd go blood elf just so i could hang out in silver moon oh yeah uh, and the traffic there's great nobody's there it's just yeah. Plus, yourself. I just assume you don't need to like turn lights on at night. Your eyes just illuminate the room enough for you. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And there's 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 a uh, there's autonomous brooms floating around taking care of all the cleaning needs. You're set. Oh yeah, dude. Don't worry about. Don't have to worry about bugs because there's that, that semi-translucent silk hanging around every single bed in the entire damn city. Yep. Everyone's doing it out in the open there, out in the out in the rain. I mean, that's not why I'm there. No. Uh, I'm, I'm more. I, I came for the ETC concerts that happened on the balconies. So. Oh right, okay. Yeah, they're there every Saturday night. Tip your waiter. All right, uh, let's uh, get out of here. Oh, before we do, a note to uh, the fine folks at home. If you'd like to help the show out, and uh, during these trying times, it certainly does. You can help us out over at the uh, Instance Plus subscription. It's over at theinstance.net. It's on our website. Super simple. You click on it. You join it. There are a bunch of levels. You get lots of cool stuff. And uh, I want to mention these names. Matthew Balthrop. Uh, Micah Smith. Michael That's Schoen. That's a made-up name. That's what it says. Balthrop. Balthrop. That's, yeah. If it's not made up, it's pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome if it's real. I assume it's real. I'm, I'm so glad you worked that back, Patrick. <laughs> too. very likely their last name. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe their last month. I don't know. Uh, Michael Schoen. And I meant month they're paying. I didn't. I wasn't making like a gross joke about this. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. I wasn't making a bad joke about the about the 
the pandemic, okay? Just for clarity's sake, uh, that's not what I was doing. I just meant maybe you'll hear. It occurred to me, but now you've got me I know, thinking now you're thinking about it. But it's just, it, you know, Patrick making fun of Balthrop, Balthrop leaves. That's all I meant. That's all I meant. All right. Uh, Michael Schoen and, of course, Mike Romo, one of my favorite community members. Uh, all these guys helped us out, and uh, you could be one of them. So check it out, theinstance.net. All right, Patrick, tell people where they can find more good Patrickness this week. Um, you know what? Uh, nowhere. I'm just very happy that people are listening and that you're letting us uh, make your week hopefully a little bit better, a little bit more fun. And uh, thank you for listening and thank you for being uh, awesome people in general and stay home and stay safe. There you go. I like that. It's a good message. Uh, Garrett, how about you? Uh, thanks. Thanks for giving me more time because I have so many things to pimp. Uh, <laughs> Angry Chicken because Hearthstone is on fire. It's amazing. It's mm-hmm. so good. Go subscribe to that. And the next is going to have a deep dive into all of the Heroes of the Storm stuff that we, we, we touched on today. Um, so Amove TV for all of that. Um, I'm doing a weird new thing. Friday okay. nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, head on over to twitch.tv slash amovetv uh, because uh, Katie and I have each been making a cocktail, explaining what it is, how to make it, and then we sit and we just hang out with you. We're calling it Cocktails in Quarantine, like and it. it's your virtual bar. You should come on by. I like it a lot. You guys should check it out and uh, do that. Also, uh, the entire lineup on Frog Pants is still going. Everything's humming along. We're doing our best to keep everybody... Uh, full of our voices and and uh, a little bit of escapism out there. Uh, one thing that is starting up tonight, tonight at 6 p.m. Mountain Time, that's my time zone, that'll be 5 p.m. Pacific, uh, I start my playthrough <laughs> of the Scream Fest that will surely be Resident Evil 3 Remake, and uh, that begins tonight. My friend John Jagger will be there to sort of help me uh, through the place as I lose my mind and scream like a baby. So if you are into watching me torture myself, uh, by playing horror video games. That happens tonight at 6 p.m., and you're welcome to come see that. Uh, if not, and you have to check it later, the VODs will be up at twitch.tv slash frogpants, so do check that out. All right, I think that might be it for us today. I think it is. Uh, oh, that's not it. Hey, everybody, uh, don't forget, theinstance.net. All things are linked there. Whatever you're looking for, theinstance.net. We're at Instant Show on Twitter. Find Patrick and not Patrick. Garrett's at Garrett Art. I'm at Scott Johnson. And there are more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Patrick, for Garrett, for all of you. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't want to. (laughs) Good for you, Patrick. (laughs)